Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Sim Racing Den podcast. Today we have a remarkable guest joining us all the way from Lebanon, my friend Jamal Gandour. Jamal's love for sim racing has been a lifelong passion dating all the way back to the 90s when he first immersed himself in the captivating world of virtual motorsports. Since then, he's become a prominent figure in the sim racing community of the Middle East. In his pursuit of advancing sim racing in the region, Jamel played a crucial role in the establishment of Sim Racing Middle East. This community platform has now successfully united sim racers across various regions, fostering a sense of unity and friendly competition among racing enthusiasts throughout the region. Moreover, Jamel's passion for esports led him to become a valued member of the Lebanese Esports Committee. Through his involvement, he actively contributes his expertise and experience to the development of esports in his homeland. With his deep understanding of sim racing hardware and solutions, Jamel has become an esteemed expert in the field. He goes above and beyond by constructing and optimizing racing simulators for his customers, providing them with an unparalleled immersive experience. It's worth mentioning that Jamel's talent has been recognized internationally. He was a finalist in the Middle East GT Academy competition in 2014, where he showcases skills in a variety of real-life race cars. I'm honored to have Jamel join me in the sim racing den, and I look forward to learning more about what drives his passion for sim racing and delving into his experiences and insights. Jamel, welcome to the Sim Racing Den, my friend. I'm very happy to have you here. Um, you know, we you've been a supporter of the channel, and we've talked a few times, you know, sort of online. And I thought about when doing this podcast, you were one of the people that you know I was interested in having on because you know you've got a lot of different things going on in your life and sim racing and as well. So. I'm I'm looking to explore that. So so welcome and, and thank you for doing this. You're very much welcome. You're Perfect. very much welcome, Michael. Perfect. So I want to start with my first question, which I ask everyone that comes on. You know, I think most people in sim racing were pretty crazy about cars, or else we probably wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. What is your first like childhood memory or earliest experience with racing or cars? Like what what sparked the passion, do you think? Well, it's a it's a it's a nice story to tell you the truth. I was um, I went with my family to uh, to a park uh, to amusement park, and um, they throw they 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 left me to do whatever I want, uh, and I I saw these go karts, electric go karts, go around around around, and um, that was pretty much in the late eighties. So. Uh, <laughs> I jumped into one of them and I drove it. And since then the bug hit me and I wanted it, to yeah. do way more than that. <laughs> you, you got the, uh, you got the adrenaline rush for the first yeah. time, right? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, we're going to get in a little bit. I want to understand, you know, what is Simsa? What is Simsa esports? This is a, uh, something you're a big part of yeah. and, uh, you know, part of what you do. So, so explain to me, uh, Simpson, how that became. I will have to uh, take you back to the, the past, basically. Um, back in 2014, when I did uh, the GT Academy, I'm a GT Academy finalist. Um, you know, the GT Academy with the Nissan and PlayStation. Um, yeah. I was there and I was asking the competitors who were part of the Middle Eastern uh, uh, area or uh, zone. 
uh, every every single one of them was telling me that I just bought the PlayStation just for this competition. And I'm doing uh, this competition based on my um, expertise in real life motorsport, which uh, by for, for me this didn't stand with the regulations of the of the championship, and I didn't see or felt I'm surrounded by actual sim racers. So um, I told myself that as soon as I come back, I will try to get everyone under one roof, every sim racer of the region under one roof. And I came back here and I did the um, sim racing Middle East, which was uh, the very first community and still going uh, until now. Uh, sim racing Middle East went uh, above and beyond what 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 I expected at first, yeah. but, uh, but then later I, um, I had to work in Dubai, uh, in the UAE to be particular in particular. And I met, um, Peter Kravater. Uh, he's a enthusiast for some racing and wanted to do with me, uh, a merge into, uh, a proper, uh, not just, um, a community. He wanted to do he wanted to do it with the business aspect as well right. so so we joined ventures and i uh, and we and simsa was created there's two parts of simsa there's simsa the uh Sim simulation motorsport affinity which is basically doing consultancy doing uh, work for uh, sim racing uh, building rigs uh every consultancy the esport part of it as well and there's Simsa Esport, which is the team, the uh, the virtual racing team right. that we we do uh, all all the competition on. Um, Peter uh, later on nowadays is fully indulged and fully involved with the Simsa Esports of things. Uh, he's doing a tremendous job with leading the team and uh, and providing everything they need. Uh, including um, their setups, their everything, everything, uh, uh, livery setups, uh, sponsorship uh, uh, talks, and and all the all the needs. Um, and to be frank, it's working uh, with Peter being uh, the, the in the lead for for that for that part. While I took the um, the. Uh, commercial side of it like mm -hmm. promotional side of it and and dealing with the, with the media um and i took the uh the consultancy business as well um together we did uh the mclaren shadow project which was in 2018 yeah i was going to ask you about that how did that uh come about and what was the uh experience uh, there yeah it was fantastic to uh uh First of all, um, uh, they contacted me based on the community that I created, which was Sim Racing Middle East. And right. they wanted the expertise uh, in the eSport field since they never did that before. Um, I spoke to Peter and we decided to um, put it under the Simsa umbrella instead of Sim Racing Middle East because Sim Racing Middle East is by itself only a community this doesn't do anything um so uh, SRM is not uh it's more competition 
just community and social it's only only community social and bringing everything everyone together right while simsa is the um uh if you want uh, is the leader in the middle east when it comes to uh, consultancy in the esport as well as in the hardware business interesting so so we did that and we were we were 100 um focusing on that and we still up until today focusing on that um simsa being the business uh, side of things while sim racing middle east is the fun uh, uh putting together community um and i'm having troubles to uh, to tell you the truth with the community part of it uh while simsa is is doing fine we're 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 100 doing everything we could we can in terms of consultancy and esports and consultancy over the hardware business. So, so what led you? Um, so the 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 main goal at the beginning was you said, okay, there's a lot of passionate sim racing people in their community. You know, how do we bring them together? Was the was it for to compete or was it more to just kind of build the community? Uh, to build the community initially and we i'm still at it uh, since <laughs> 2014 up until now i'm still at it um uh, i have this uh dream of one day stomping on uh, on our discord one one kid would stumble on our discord see 200 300 people talking to each other um uh, about sim racing and about uh, everything in sim racing, all the different titles, all the and sharing files and and doing a community that's engaging and raging. Um, yeah. uh, I would dream to to reach that point, and I'm, I don't want uh, the things that's ha- that happened with the Asian people to happen with us. Uh, like for example, the Asian people is like pretty much divided into uh, small communities. Right. Um, I wanted the sim racing Middle East to be much more, more broader, uh, since there's not much, uh, huge numbers, uh, when yeah, it comes for to sure. sim racing. You're stronger together almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. then separate and you can, yeah, uh, that's 100% true. More resources, more expertise, more sharing. And yeah, that's, that's wonderful. And, I mean, it- and, and to tell you the truth, I, I took sim racing Middle East and I tried to contact other communities at first to get the um the involvement and 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 to people to see that sim racing middle east is higher rated than anything that can happen in the future like for for example if someone if someone decides to do like uh an egyptian for example a community mm-hmm. uh would rather talk to sim racing middle east that's because they do have the reach uh and i've reached to south africa at first i've, I've reached to malta uh, as well, which is a closer countries to learn from them, to get in the, the involvement ha- much higher. Uh, and that led me to uh, meet one of the uh, beautiful guys in, uh, in Malaysia, um, uh, Wei uh, Wei Shan, if, if you're <laughs> hearing this. Um, uh, he's, he, 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 he took the Asian community and tried to build it under one federation called ASRF. And I'm, uh, and I'm, I'm involved in the board as well as the representative of the Middle East. Very cool. Very interesting. So, so what was, let's go back a little bit here. And I, and I, cause you touched on something I wanted to just kind of uncover a little bit. 
So what? how did you first experience into sim racing? Was it through Gran Turismo, just through, you know, what what sort of led to it? And then and then the, the passion to sort of compete on a higher level? Well, I did back a long, 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 long time since the Jeff Grumman's Grand Prix 2, if you remember, if you if you if you have been to <laughs> I, this may be a little bit i don't know what our age difference is i well i'm 37 so i'm 40 <laughs> okay so we're the same age but no, but i started really really early you've got a couple years on me and a couple years is a big deal when it comes to technology because things are always changing so fast um, um jeff Grumman's country 2 came out in 1997 i think in or 1996 yeah. um that's where, uh, when I consider myself as, uh, as an actual avid sim racer. Right. I started sim racing earlier than that. I, I, I was doing all kinds of uh, gaming, but interested in the uh, genre of the driving sims. But right. I started doing sim racing avidly uh, with, Grand, with the Grand Prix 2, which was way back in 97 or 96 i'm sure i played this or, game you know what my first experience was was yeah, i didn't have a steering wheel or anything for if a long you time. allow me i'll show yeah. you the manual oh yeah grab of it. it yeah if you have it just a yeah. second the this is this it. is amazing look at that this is it this so is this is manual. 1997 even even before that let, let me see um back when you'd go buy a cd-rom right yeah to install yeah. the game yeah <laughs> yeah it's a, an actual manual and i'm still holding this to, to, to this day that's because whenever i'm asked where did you start i would show them there this. you go that's beautiful yeah. you should make sure you keep that yeah forever i i yeah, remember I'm, like my earliest experience with driving games and where i kind of got hooked and i didn't have a steering wheel for a long time my parents I, I, maybe i didn't ask for one or or i just didn't have one but I remember playing Test Drive. Do you remember the game Test Drive? Yeah, yeah, of course. On computer? I do have This it, was, yeah. yeah, this was like my first game. My dad was, my dad was very much into computers and he always had the latest stuff. And we, he had brought home this computer and we, you know, he said there's this driving game, Test Drive. And it was just, to me, it was, what I loved the most about it was if it was raining, you could turn the wipers on, you could turn the yeah. lights on. Like, yeah, that was very like new at that point, that kind of, uh, that was the most immersive you could get at that point right yeah yeah um, but this is actually still advanced even in today's standards you have really? to try it you have to try it you will be blown away thinking that this came out in 1996 i think it was uh, uh, based on the 1994 uh formula one official formula one championship and you will be amazed by the amount of of stuff simulated in it. Even Niels Husenfeld still uses it today for his comparison when it comes to um, uh, uh, to the um, physics of the uh, physics engine. No way! Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, Grand Prix two then. Time. <laughs> yeah, way ahead. Actually, the creator of this game, Jeff Grumman, is is considered the grandfather of sim racing because of the physics, I guess, involved yes. in the game. And yes. that's kind of right. you will be blown away when you see in 1996 a menu where it, where it dictates the suspension travel. 
no other game did that from before. Um, so much uh, uh, mechanical failures. You can put on me mechanical failures and they randomly happen to you. Um, wow. Yeah. I've learned the racing line from it. That's because they, they do have it dotted, the racing line. You will be amazed of how many things that was replicated in other sims that we <laughs> initially <laughs> thought that the other sims has pioneered while this one has it from the beginning. I have to try this now. I imagine it's I can a, still load it up on my computer. It's an MS or an emu emulator or something, yeah, right? Yeah, you need yeah. you need an MS DOS emulator and and uh, and it will work. I gotta try this now. Now you've got me inter curious about it because <laughs> I must have missed that when I was a kid. I never played it. Um, yeah, I just kind of skipped. A and few then games. the modding community started doing files for it. Um, so I was I was from the guys who who modded the heck out of it. Um, doing every livery uh, of the new Formula One teams, even changing driver names, helmets, uh, suits, everything. And I still have the, these files up until today. I can send them to you. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I just, I love, I love um, the modding community, like, especially like when I first sort of discovered, I don't know what, it, what you would call modern sim racing now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I first discovered a set a set of Corsa, right? And and I'm very new to sim racing. Like I've I I've picked this up in the last few years, but I just dove head in for you know, I just went crazy and now and then I started the YouTube channel to just, you know, grow the passion for it. But you know, a set of Corsa with the mods, I was just blown away by what is out there. You know, you you take a game that was released, you know, how many years ago now? Yeah. And it still feels fresh, right? Because right. of that. Right. Um, it's just, it, it's truly impressive, actually. So it's I the... started with Grand Prix 2, then Grand Prix 3, then Grand Prix 4 came out. And I was doing GTR 1, GTR 2, uh, all the race series, the Simbin race series, uh, which later became a race room. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I did R Factor 1, modded the hack out of it, uh, Sim Raceway as well. And I do have something very small. I would like you to see something rare, a little bit rare. Okay. You're just pulling all kinds of things out of there. What is this? This is a Sim Raceway gyro steering wheel. Wow. Which means you can, uh, you can hook it up and use it like that without any base. Oh, on, okay. On the... I feel like I've seen something like this before, but yep. I've never, like, I haven't seen something and like that. And Sim Raceway time. was a website where everyone would download um, packs for R Factor One to be able to use them online in their servers. Then wow. later, this company has became um, uh, an arrive and drive, uh, basically, company that does actual motorsport. Unbelievable! So you're just yeah. holding it up and and driving. Yeah. <laughs> no before, no force feedback there. <laughs> I got this uh, wheel um for the intention to actually mod the G25 which you can see in the background. Oh yeah, uh, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, yeah, to put it on there cuz it's it looks like a nice shaped wheel, you know. Yeah, it is. Um, it is a nice shaped wheel and and you'll be surprised by the rotaries that even today some yeah, some manufacturers don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> yeah, some of them skip certain things. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so as we're, while we're talking about Sims, let's let's talk about this a bit. What is your, you know, what is your like? This might be a hard question, but what is your favorite sim right now? What are your go tos? Um, and and I'm curious because you were such a Grand Prix fan. What do you think about the next question? Is what do you think about the latest F1 game and have you tried it? Um, I'm a Grand Prix fan. That's because um, Grand Prix was back then the only simulation. Yeah, but uh, as soon as I started doing um, simulated GT racing, I was so hooked, way yeah. more hooked than than the single seaters. Um, to answer your question, I don't have a favorite sim. I de- I do have them all, and this is what I tell every guy that I meet: if you are actually a true sim racer, you should own them all and try yeah. them all. And 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 to tell you the truth, up until now, I haven't found the perfect sim that that depicts everything uh, of real life. But yeah, but I do spend huge amount of time on iRacing. Yeah, um, more than anything else. Um, that's because iRacing model is a little bit selfish. You need to practice in order to to be competitive on it. Yeah. I like the challenge of iRacing. I mean, it yeah, was, of course. I think when I first started, I, I think it was you know a set of Corsa was like one of the first. I have all I have all of them installed now. And actually today, I was this morning. I decided just to start to play Automobilista two. I just oh. I hadn't I hadn't played it in a while because I've been doing a lot of iRacing and honestly sometimes I haven't been doing a lot of racing because when I'm making YouTube content, the funny part is is that. You know, I'm testing equipment, but then the filming and editing process takes a long time after. So, but I have was you tried not, Automobilista 2 in VR? I have not. I have not you tried it in should. VR. I've you heard should. good things about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm still impressed with the, both the visuals of that game. Um, yeah. The weather system in that game is, is yeah. really cool. Um, the physics, I think, are, you know, because mm. I haven't played it since the update they've they've done a lot of recent mm. updates to it it does feel a bit better to me now but i don't have enough drive time let's say in the older version so maybe i'm not There's the best person but some cars that feel perfect in it in the, in the sim and other yeah. cars that do, do feel so much tail happy mm-hmm. um uh and that's to my to in my opinion uh, everyone else is doing the physics differently than yeah. automobilista too so either they are right and everyone is wrong or the <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> well, see, I, I always gravitate back to iRacing. I don't know what it is. I've just sort of developed a comfort level with iRacing. And it's probably because it's the one that I play the most when I have the time. I'll jump on and I'll, I'll do a race. Um, and I know some real drivers, like one that comes to mind with who I met last weekend actually in person for the first time was Daniel Morad. Yeah. And he says his... You know his real life AMG GT3 yeah. race car. He says iRacing is the best. He says I don't work for iRacing. I don't have to say this. He goes, yeah. it just yeah, it feels yeah. the best to me. Um, yeah. so I you know I I don't know. I've never driven a real GT car race car, so I don't know. But I I tend to like the challenge of iRacing because there is a bit of you know it, it is not as forgiving as some other sims. I would say yeah yeah for sure, but. And, you know, the competition system works really well with it, right? 
He, Though there's he, some the penalty systems. I know there's some. Uh, there's still some improvements highly there. debatable <laughs> penalty system. Uh, we could talk about. We could do a whole podcast about yeah, high racing yeah. penalty penalty systems. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Morad, by the way, is from Lebanese descendants. Yes, um, he is. Yes, uh, and I spoke to him on numerous occasions. Yeah, he likes i racing. That's because of the braking feel that he. Can yeah, he's get mentioned that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he said for braking, it's that has been the most realistic to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to go see um, the the race uh, here at the Canadian Tire Motorsports Park. Yep, and and to see Daniel. Unfortunately, Daniel's teammate. They had an incident, so Daniel couldn't even drive. So I didn't. I, I was excited to see Daniel drive on the track in real yeah. life, and I didn't get to see it unfortunately. And I feel bad yeah. for the team. But I saw the your story. Uh, yeah, that's uh, racing though. Based uh, on 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 the side track. <laughs> yeah, uh, on one of the most important corners of that Moss track. corner. Actually, oh, it was I, amazing. Oh, yeah, the, the, that corner. Actually, this is the most brilliant Canadian circuit on earth. <laughs> I, I, I I think. With the elevation changes yes. and the flow of it, fantastic circuit. It's I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to drive in the sim. I yeah. find uh, yeah, even because of those changes in, in elevation and and yeah, it is tricky. It's it a, such requires a, a certain flow that you yes. need to follow every time. Yeah, but a lot of the drivers enjoy it. Actually, a lot of the American drivers said, yeah, it's one of their favorite tracks in the, in the um, season to drive. So now, do you, you have you had You've had some real like life race seat time, right? Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk to me a little bit about that. Um, everything happened for me in the academy. Before the academy, I've never set foot on a racetrack before. Right. I've never seen a racetrack, and at first, the first time I walked um, the Silverstone circuit, it was fantastic atmosphere for me because I looked at. I looked at the floor, and I I always think that the uh, the uh, side curbs are small, from <laughs> from my perspective. That yeah. I can I do this on on a simulator, and I first saw how how lengthy and how wide and how big the uh, the curb is, and everything is on a big big scale. Then later on, uh, without with the included with the included experience, they tend to let you into so many different cars. So uh, even the things that wasn't showed on the um, on a TV program, we I drove uh, a Caterham, I drove a GT4 350Z, uh, a Nissan, Nissan R35, Nismo, nice. uh, R35 GT3 uh, oh, wow. for a few laps. <laughs> I have Formula Ford, uh, a Ferrari four, four five eight, no, no, four three four five uh, three five five, um, and I did Lotus Elise, and that's it, that's it, that's it from the GT Academy days. Uh, I drove also in Dubai uh, the um, Aston Martin GT four. Oh, cool! Yeah. What was your what was one of your favorites of these cars? Could you the, pick one? The uh, the Godzilla. The, that's oh yeah, the yeah, Godzilla. yeah. Just it it has car, to be eh? the Godzilla. Wow, yeah. that's very cool. So that the GT Academy experience. I mean, that's that's really interesting. And I mean, you know, what what are your thoughts on these? Um, 
you know, programs like GT Academy where we can take sim racers and bring them into the real world. I'm seeing a little bit more of things like this now. Um, now racing is one that comes to mind, but um, what are your thoughts on this? I'll, I will tell you the truth. The, uh, the actual uh, concept of moving a sim racer to real life is uh, by now known to everyone that yeah. a sim racer can deal with everything on a track and he's right off the bat, 80% of, of the way educated to do uh, the necessary stuff and uh, physical stuff uh, mm -hmm. to do to do actual racing. Uh, what what it depends is the uh, fear factor and the g forces that he feels yeah. away from uh, the simulator. Uh, that's that's one thing. On the other hand, the media uh, wanted wants a thrilling experience, so uh, every viewer would would watch with interest. So mm -hmm. this the, these two things do co do come in conflict with each other sometimes the sporting uh, side of it and the media side of it. Uh, to tell you the truth, I'm I'm much more interested with the new newer version of of such programs. That's because um, they realized that they needed much more sport into the programs, uh, way more than GT Academy were. Um, uh, and and do uh, actual content uh, that uh, uh, addresses the uh, the motorsport side of it. I don't I don't know if I was uh, clear on that, but yeah, uh, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I think they you know sim racers will have some of the racecraft, the the knowledge of uh, the, the car physics a bit, right? But yeah, the g forces, the training that is yeah. the other the other yeah. piece. Yeah. that has to come with that right but like you said they're they're potentially already f further along than than somebody just uh coming into or even just coming out of karting without the experience of let's say a gt car in a yeah. sim right yeah so there's all these different you know skill levels for sure i would yeah. think so yeah that's very cool so let's let's switch gears a little bit let's talk about the the because this part really interests me because when when I first came to know about you, I remember you sent me an email and and I and I have I've still go through that information and the pictures you sent me. It's 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 amazing the work that you guys have done. So so talk to me about the consulting and, you know, building simulators in, in your region. How did that? I mean, I you talked a little bit of how that came about, but tell me more about how that works. Um, actually, um we are known to uh, to consult uh, for sim racing uh, and and build uh, for key people uh, that actually spread the word uh, around. Uh, I built for all the rally people uh, of Lebanon, and and in Lebanon, the highest uh, uh, motorsport is rallying. Um, yeah, the highest. Why why is that rally? I guess I mean the terrain, obviously, but. Um, yeah, the Dakar uh, being. We don't have race circuits. That's why. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, um, we do have three karting tracks, which is considered very small. Uh, we don't have race circuits, and um, uh, if you if you come to Lebanon eventually uh, one day, uh, hopefully you, you will do. Uh, I'd love to visit and, yeah. and drive with with the guys who drive on actual public roads. You will find out immediately why. We were good and talented <laughs> because we don't have uh, uh, any laws 
to bind us. Um, yes. Uh, but I imagine everyone's a pretty good driver, pretty confident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so drifting and rallying uh, is highly uh, acclaimed here. Karting as well. But as I said, the karting community is very small. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, and because of the, the, these, uh, this thing, uh, building for rally drivers and the rally drivers started telling the whole community that Simsa has actually built, built me a simulator and, uh, everyone was, uh, doing the same. Yeah. Like, for example, calling us and, and taking consultancy from us or asking us to do a full solution for them. Uh, and this is how I ended up with so many hardware uh, yeah. on my hands. That's the, the that's the beauty. I'm not a YouTuber, but at the same time, uh, I did test every single direct drive, for example, that's out there. Every single belt-driven steering wheel that's out there. Yeah. That's because um, when I do a certain solution, there is a lead time for from when the all the parts has reached us and we assembled the solution for them uh this gives me um uh, uh a space frame of time to to test the the stuff that's uh, that's even uh, like 3 weeks or 4 weeks or even yeah. more than that um and i did personally have the intention to try and keep most of my uh hardware i i still have some but <laughs> uh, so many of them, I I sold them. Yeah, it makes sense, right? I mean, you want to if you're going to be um, providing adv advice and consulting, right? You you have to test all the different equipment to sort of know, you know, what what's what works best, and and maybe you in talking to somebody, I'm sure you make decisions as to this particular person what they're after, the type of sim they yeah. might be better geared towards this hardware or towards these pedals. Yeah. Because of the style of racing or the style of driver yeah. they are, maybe, right, in real life. I would so, like to take this opportunity to make a, a little shout out. Um, yes. One of my actual friends, and he's a legend in Lebanon, considered legend among many, uh, called um, uh, Abdul Ferrali. Okay. Um, he's a Red Bull athlete. You can look him up. Uh, he's, he's the creator of the uh, Red Bull car park drift, uh, in this region. Uh, oh, wow. and he multiple times won the Lebanese rally. So oh, cool. he was very, very interested in the consultancy that we do. Uh, and he has purchased this consultancy up until now, seven freaking times. So he has. <laughs> seven simulators at home instead of wait just seven one. different simulators seven i thought you meant he's been doing upgrades oh my goodness he does have one p1x one yeah. with a um, p1x and a dd2 another yeah. with a small one that i did for his younger kids uh, with a csw v2.5 and uh, v3 pedals nice. uh, one uh, for go-karts uh, with collaboration with orouge uh, the Belgium, Belgium uh, uh, manufacturer of uh, simu simulators. Uh, yeah. I sold them uh, Pierre Gasly, actual Pierre Gasly cockpit from Dubai. Um, oh, wow. Uh, and uh, one large uh, ProSim simulator with 365 oh, inch. Okay. Display. Okay. 
um, and uh, and right now I'm building him um, a new one for for his younger kids. The, the we we want to change from the CSW V two point five to uh, uh, the SC two Sport. Oh, that's based awesome. on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's amazing to hear that that these kids are involved, the families involved. They're they're all really and, passionate. And about every it, yeah. time he goes to um, uh, the countryside during summer, like for example these these times, yeah. he would ask me to rebuild a simulator up there. <laughs> he cannot him. live either him or his kids without a, a simulator at home. I so know. a big, big, large shout out to to him. And yes, well, I hope he's listening. That's yeah. because uh, the fame, his fame, has and uh, and the words that he uh, he describes about us has brought us so many customers. We we cannot uh, uh, take into uh, regret or or, or uh, not to mention it uh, yeah. in any way possible. Yeah, it's really amazing. I mean, it's it's sim racing. I I find in I've I've noticed this now that I've sort of put myself out there. Let's say with the channel is I. I get a lot of questions now, like, yep. "Oh, what what should I buy?" Which, and I don't pretend to be an expert in any means. Now, I've now been had the opportunity to test different equipment, no nowhere to the extent that you have. But you know, it's it's. I always find it tough making advice, right? Because uh, it can be an overwhelming um, thing to build a simulator, right? Because it's it's not uh, it's not always just. Like it's not always one, one fit one yeah. size fits yeah. all, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and even for myself building my rig, you know, I've I've it's been trial and error. You know, I've tried different things, didn't yeah. like it, sold that equipment, but bought another one. In my opinion, you know? in my and I'm not saying this in front of you. In my opinion, yeah. what you have right now is clear near perfect. The yeah. ASR chassis are best of the best. They are really, they are really good. I, um, I spoke to them many, 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 many times, yeah. and I did a um, a remote uh, consultancy with them for a guy who uh, a Lebanese driver, Formula Four driver, who's in Canada. I built him uh, his simulator fully uh, remotely uh, using the the guys from uh, ASR as yeah. well, and the, the, they built the chassis for him. Uh, Fantastic bunch of people knows. Oh, they are. Yeah, knows they really what are. they are talking about, and yeah. they do um, uh, their uh, their their opinions based on research, which is one hundred percent the way to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I always find it. I'm always careful when I make recommendations, you know. But I just try to draw from personal experiences. But I, I know firsthand with this cockpit, and I've seen and I've tried other cockpits. It's just yeah, the quality. It's yes. Does it? Does the ASR Pro? Yes, it costs more than many. Yeah, but yeah, of course. And it the quality of it, the but the, the finish comes of it, yeah, with that price. Oh, of yeah. course. But I can vouch for you know I advanced sim racing. You know I, I had no issue. You know doing doing an affiliation with them and referring people to them because if you're especially if you're in North America or, or the U.S. and Canada. It's a great option because these guys are, you can pick up the phone, you'll reach somebody, they'll help you. Like I had a guy reach out to me who wanted to do a full setup. I think it ended up being, ended up being a full turnkey, yeah. you know, and I just passed them off to advanced sim racing and they were on the phone with him, you know, yeah. almost the same day. Um, yeah, yeah. And he was just so pleased. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's what you're doing is, is so helpful. Right. And, and if, if, 
you know somebody wants to go down this route and, and spend a lot of money you and you want some some good advice and some help with that right and expertise so um no that's that's awesome do you find what do you find are the challenges with doing that is there any that uh, that come up often or yeah how do you overcome those <laughs> of course of course <laughs> uh first of all whenever i do have a new customer uh customers tends to google things uh yes <laughs> the informed customer <laughs> and yeah. the first uh, results that came out comes out from their googling stuff is fanatec mm -hmm. <laughs> and Vesaro. Mm -hmm. so many of them show oh, yeah. me fanatec setups or Vesaro setups yeah and i tend to uh, like take this from the perspective of telling them uh it's hard to get fanatec to to hear uh that's is one it? yeah one yeah because yeah. Fanatec doesn't sell to this region, so you will lose immediately your warranty if you if you buy something uh, from from them. That's a big uh, factor, yeah. Yeah. Other uh, you can you can run Fanatec, uh, but you will have to, in a way, uh, tell them that you bought it from France, for example, and you do have uh, your uh, the first receipt and the uh, actual. Um, uh, actual hardware has reached France before it, it did uh, the Middle East. So you cannot claim warranty on, on, on Fanatec. Um, that's, that's why nowadays, nowadays the Chinese market is killing it, in my opinion here. Uh, that's because you can claim warranty for the Chinese, mm -hmm. uh, for the Chinese stuff. And Moza, to tell you the yeah. truth, are doing a fantastic job. Yeah, so, no, they really... Um have quite a lineup now of, of stuff right and uh i don't have much experience with it like i've only tried the r5 and the r9 yeah wheels uh just yeah. on on demo rigs at events but um the r12 you know there's there's a lot of hype around it but i think for for good reason it seems to be sort of a nice sweet spot for a lot of people and and in the right price range so yeah it's it, they're doing some very interesting things yeah so um to, uh, to to answer your question, uh, first of all, I tend to talk to the customer that it's beyond the Google uh, what what they are searching on Google and the results that comes out from Google. Mostly, eighty percent of a sim rig, if it's done right, it's things that you will not find um, mm -hmm. uh, immediately on Google. Um, yeah. Like, for example, have you heard of the VRS DFP? And they they would scratch their heads, uh, first of all, and not not having any clue what what is that. This is by far. I'll I'll, I'll try to explain. Um, and have you heard of Husenfeld? No idea. Uh, mm -hmm. Have you heard of SimLab? No idea, <laughs> as well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I tend to direct the customers based on their budget, of course. Uh, I tend to direct the customers so they can take the best experience they, they, they can afford. Uh, this is my mentality and this is the way I do uh, my sim racing uh, consultancy. And that's why we are considered uh, highly praised. That's because we don't throw uh, uh, prices like that just uh, out of the, the blue. The, uh, our prices is considered um, very close, if not beating, 
the European market. Like, uh, for example, if you uh, uh, if you order a food solution, uh, the price will be so much comparable to uh, to the uh, European market. Um, of, of course, you have, we will have to take into consideration that to tr to ship anything from any country to Lebanon, yeah. uh, pff, Lebanon is considered the most expensive country to ship yeah. to. Uh, That's and the tough we, part. Is even just each country has its own little yeah you know issues we, with shipping sim racing yeah, hardware. Yeah, it's similar to Canada, but well, yeah, even here it's hard times. to get it. For me, it's yeah. hard to get certain things yeah. from, let's say, Europe. Because you end up paying so much customs. That's how why much, people like. I'm not. I'm, I'm giving an example. How much yeah. did you pay for your ignition controls button box? Oh, here it was like Canadian. Uh, I bought it from Advanced Sim Racing. I think it ah. was like five five hundred dollars after everything was said and done. Yeah, way right? way more than its price, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one for example, uh, you have Evicta pedals, if I remember. Yes. Um, did you pay a lot to get these, or or ASR took? Uh, took yeah, so from? so I I bought them through ASR. Yeah, um, you know I paid full price for them, but yeah. here in Canada, like uh, I'm looking at it now, uh, with the clutch and everything, yeah, it was like fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, certain things are are difficult, and yeah, there's. There's markups involved because you know, in some cases, these guys are obviously paying. And and I know, like in the sim racing industry, margins are actually pretty low. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be very surprised. And I've I've learned this is that the margins are actually are very low, so it is very difficult, especially when things are being imported. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to get certain tough. things. At the same time, if you're smart enough to uh uh knowing the uh, the uh, manufacturers and trying to discuss with them the issue of for example this region uh how to get the their products to to our uh, customers and everyone will be happy uh so this is this is the bread and butter of my daily work is to talk to manufacturers trying to convince them to get um, the the products to us in a smaller uh percentage at least so we can make a profit but at the same time the uh, the customer would not find any difference when it comes to the pricing uh, and we we put together all this as a solution um and it ships out from here from this office actually mm -hmm. um it ships out fully assembled fully everything including six months of uh, of direct service so nice. uh including like if you can if you if you if you're sim racing at 4 a.m in the morning you call me <laughs> i have to answer <laughs> this is why I, what, what, what usually happens like uh, yeah. full service for for uh, for a good amount of time yeah because there's that's the other thing is there's I think what a lot of people don't realize is even after you've got everything hardware figured out yeah. and set up, then the software uh, yes. fun begins. Yes. Of, there's so many little things. So and, many little things. Uh, and you know, more things you add, it's uh, one setup, of the right? things that I hate personally. Yeah. When I do have a customer who bought his simry, paid good amount of money for it, and then leave it uh, to dust. Like he doesn't yeah. do much 
uh, of sim racing. Like he turn it on, he do a couple of laps offline, or and then he gets bored and he he turns it off. That's because mm-hmm. mostly um, my customers doesn't know the side of online gaming. I have to teach them as well that you can yeah, do this. Because, you yeah. can do LFM, for example, in ACC. That will bring you uh, a lot of um, um, actually uh, um, um, reason to start sim yes, racing. Motivation. Yeah. Motivation. No, it's such a good point you make, actually, because you know what I forget sometimes is that, I mean, think you and I, we grew up as gamers, right? Yeah. We were gamers. But yeah. then there's a lot of people that they 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 discovered sim racing or they see somebody or they go to a friend's house, they have a sim rig. Oh, I, I want to build a sim rig. Okay. But then, yeah, they have no concept of, of how to actually interact. Like you said, with the community and, and, and get set up online yeah. and, and even how to do that. Yeah. Right? And, so, and, and, and involvement with leagues, for yeah, example, and they're missing out. Yeah. yeah. They're missing out big time. And every single someone that I teach them or, or guide them, through this starts using a simulator way more than yeah. later on he would who would call me i need an upgrade for this or an upgrade for that so yeah. everyone wins he is winning and i'm winning <laughs> in the end of the day so yeah. th- th- this is by far the most important thing that when you buy a simulator it doesn't matter uh, to me how how uh, how expensive it is it, what it matters to me the most how you will you will you be using it that's yeah. why um, for example right now uh, in this final uh, month or two i've been backing up a lot of Assetto Corsa, the original Assetto Corsa uh, gaming, or on on the original Assetto Corsa. Even though for us sim racers, uh, it's very old platform. Uh, mm-hmm. It's doing great, but very old platform. But I'm trying as much as I can to uh, get people more, way more involved in online gaming, to get the idea of using the online gaming for other sims. And I did that with in collaboration on TikTok, for example. I did okay. that uh, in collaboration with most of the streamers, to uh, and I built them sixteen different servers. Um, all of them are called SRME, and everyone is welcome to join oh, cool. them. Nice. Um, they do. We do drifting. We do roaming. We do uh, drag uh, uh, racing uh, as well. So everything that they do fancy, it's in there. But, uh, and at the same time, you don't have to have a sim rig, like any desk, uh, G25 or 27 or 29 would, per- would yeah, be perfect. Yeah, that's true. And, and you can join and have fun. Yeah. This way, we are indulging people to, um, to be part of the community, to be part of discussion over stuff that they do uh, instead of doing offline um uh laps for example i so much uh, i so many uh, so many people i meet they tell me i did this lap time on suzuka on uh, on spa for example and i would tell them that's good did you try and race before <laughs> online yeah. uh they, they would say no i didn't try it and and the first thing when they try they find themselves being two seconds off the pace, and then this motivation to move themselves up uh, through the ranking becomes true. 
Uh, oh, it's so true. I mean, I, I, I have to admit when I first built my first rig, I was just kind of messing around with different things. And I was, I was nervous to even go online because I just wasn't confident in my skill level. But, and then once I discovered iRacing and like, you know, you'd, you'd come out of a really competitive race and you'd just yeah. be buzzing still yeah, right or yeah you, i remember my first win i have the certificate up here because yeah. <laughs> I, I i i hold it like it's like i won the the monaco grand prix or yeah. something but i was really proud of that first win in iRacing because we all did that yeah because the feeling of it was i i remember and i was just here by myself just yes <laughs> yeah yeah i should print, you know but, i should print mine and, and put yeah. it up there <laughs> i won it unfortunately i didn't win it in my favorite car which is the porsche but i won it in the I was using the Ferrari, uh, doing the Ferrari series, the Ferrari. How many wins you have in iRacing up until now? Uh, uh, I should know this off by heart, but I've not a lot. I think, I don't know, maybe seven, eight. But to be honest, I, I'm not, I don't race as much as I'd like to. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I was going to ask you too, because I find juggling just time and, and, and life is tough. I mean, I wish I could just sit at home and sim race all day uh, yeah that would be course. wonderful how do you balance uh what are your other hobbies and 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 professions that that keep you busy outside of um well all all the sim racing stuff i'm, I'm a kind of regular guy who um for example would enjoy a, a nice walk or or whatever but but in terms of um of uh uh uh, uh hobby I would say yeah. it's only sim racing, and it's having uh, it's it's been sim racing since I don't remember since when, and mm -hmm. I do breathe sim racing. I do have sim racing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> it seems uh, like it, yeah, yeah. Um, I I find myself going down the same rabbit hole now. Yeah, I I, I will... don't see myself. I don't. I cannot. You know what's funny, uh, Jamal, is I cannot picture my life now without it. If you were to just take all this away from me tomorrow, I'd be devastated. Yeah, because I enjoy it so much. That's something uh, which is extremely funny. When uh, whenever we we have to look for a house for rent, um, I I there's always a specific thing that I order, which is a room <laughs> just dedicated <laughs> for some racing. Yeah, uh, and I have to get that settled and 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 do it and. Uh, yeah it's it's a hassle but at the same time it's, it's so lovely and uh, the situation for me uh, right now is just uh, that i have to move every three three years uh yeah. to a new location so this is a practice of uh disassembling the rig oh, and I rebuilding again disassembling this thing now would like i almost i told my wife i never want to move because i never want to move this thing but yeah and i'm lucky too that i have you know what I call the sim racing den, which is a uh, you know my home office. My this is just my my playroom here, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's very small, but I'm dreading. I'm I'm planning on moving and building now that I'm doing this YouTube stuff more often. I want to build a better studio. Yeah, I have a spare yeah. room in my basement that were that was uh, agreed to be given to me <laughs> <laughs> by my wife. Uh, in exchange, she's going to be getting her own office too. So. Yeah, I'm I'm dreading taking this apart in some way, but I mean, you know, I'm sure you've gotten used to doing that and yeah. tinkering. You know, it's yeah. uh I find 
I sometimes enjoy, and I think you're the same way, is the the building of the hardware. And it was so fun for me. Just building my first rig was a lot of fun and yeah. the different things I was able to do with that. And then building the new one was equally as much fun. It, I enjoy the tinkering. I find sometimes yeah. I spend more time tinkering and yeah. messing yeah. with stuff on the computer, yeah. downloading <laughs> dashboard <laughs> templates. And then I'm like, I haven't even raced tonight. <laughs> you as, know, it's... as Gamer Muscles uh, used to say, um, there's two types of sim racers. There's the one that tinkers all day long. And there's mm -hmm. another one that does actual sim racing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. but i think that's the nice part about it is that uh there's something in it for everybody and we all gravitated to it likely because we we loved cars and racing yeah. and but we're also kind of nerds at heart when it comes to Mechanics computers and, and technology yeah, you technology, have to be a little bit yeah you know there are people but but that's the thing is you don't have to be because you can call somebody like you and yeah. say you can figure out all that for them, yeah, that, and then they can just jump in and the race. Approach that um, some right? so many people nowadays you uh, take when it comes to uh, uh, to consultancy. They don't want anything to do with it. They just yeah. want to start it on and 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 race. Yeah. So I want to ask you this, and this is a big question: um, yeah. How do you see, or what do you see in the future of sim racing? in terms of the technology maybe it's the competitive scene or this just developments in general what are you either thinking's coming down the road or, or what would you like to see what are you looking forward to because i know you'll have a lot of insight on this i feel yeah like. yeah 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 there's john cole once spoke about sim racing pizza if you okay. if you recall which is trying to take everything that's good from each simulator and put it together. Like if you, uh, if you imagine this, that will be the ultimate sim simulator, um, yeah. or title or game. Um, I would think we are getting there, uh, and the competition level is getting there. If we remove just the ego of the different factions fighting with each other to take the esport uh, level of it, mm. we will reach there much faster. Um, that's because uh, sim racing in itself is the only form of um, esport that actually, actually, the competitor is doing the same physical work as the actual someone who's driving the car. Um, so that's two aspects if you look at it from the gaming aspect on the competition aspect and from the physical aspect as well so to my to my uh, in my opinion um, we are reaching way higher than normal when it comes to uh, the advancement uh, of of the simulators and uh, and sim racing uh, the 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 future is too bright and yeah. uh, and for me it started like, for example, when someone calls me um, uh, asking for a solution who never heard of sim racing before, but he's asking for a solution immediately, like one week after he heard that you can do this uh, in terms of if you like motorsport and cars and whatever, you can do this. They call, they are calling immediately. Um, um, to me, the advancement of sim racing will never stop. We are going to see bright futures ahead, and um, 
but I'm not sure about the esport uh, side of things. But uh, uh, everything in the simulation world will progress and be mm-hmm. so much better. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree with you. It's I even when I'm when I go to events like let's say the the race that I was at with Advanced Sim Racing there, and you just the level of interest from people when they see the sim rig or they see a yep. sim racing setup, you know, it, it's there. It, even if you don't like cars, you're you're just curious about it. Yeah, you know, and 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 then you you know, so many people were walking up to to Mark Andre and you know, how do you build this? How do I do this? You know, and, and definitely a genuine curiosity f- for it for sure. So I think that's only going to increase. So so what are your future goals? What's next for? simsa or the consulting or the esports is there anything you want to shout out or anything that is coming up uh, or on your roadmap well on my roadmap is first and foremost the uh, the community to build it yeah. and to uh, reach the the dream that i've told you about which is um seeing a huge amount of people discussing all the time about sim racing indulging within each other mm-hmm. uh, making them uh, the servers that they need to uh, to go to uh, and uh, and compete maybe against each other because we can use these numbers to do events uh, on a on a long on a larger scale for for the yeah. region um, uh, and that would would bring um sim racing on a high for us uh because everyone else in europe and or in the united states of america they are doing the competition uh, side of the sim racing while we are uh, taking sim racing for just for us or users for uh online racing uh somewhere if, if if you're competing with another region or or uh or, or such thing uh, yeah we're trying to build um, a community that's active within the region. That's the the main uh, the the main focus of uh, the future goals. Second of all, when it comes to um, uh, consultancy, um, I'm aiming for much higher. Uh, for example, being able to show the customers that comes in different uh, range of uh, of uh, of gear. And they can choose whatever they like with with the, with the budget they they do have, or um, uh, uh, simply do do them the right amount of consultancy for their budget and mm-hmm. getting the best experience they they uh, the, they deserve. Um, sure. That's the the when it comes to the business side, but. Um, uh all in all i'm i'm happy with where what i'm doing uh i i need to shout out to peter uh mm-hmm. peter clauter is my uh, co-founder of uh, of simsa esports uh a shout out to abdulghali as as well that i mentioned before uh there's so many people i can shout out to uh, yeah. uh the guys who's who's working with me right now to trying to elevate um the community from tiktok for example tiktok is highly used uh in our i'm still trying uh, to figure it out jamal i'm still trying to figure out tiktok <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can consult you if you want yeah uh, i might need some 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, TikTok is very much used in our region. And that's yeah, we're trying to grab people from it. And it's working. Uh, yeah. I would like to shout out to Slim Racing, who's uh, helping me with that. Uh, nice. He's a, a TikToker, um, a Lebanese TikToker. We'll uh, put his that. we'll put his link in the description uh, yeah, to check yeah. him out. So I was going to ask you. So if somebody wants to join your community or, or get involved, where's the best place to go to? How do Discord. they how do they reach out to you? Discord. Go to your Discord. We do okay, have, we'll have our a link. Own we'll have Discord. a link to that in the description. Uh, we do have our own Facebook page. Yeah. We do have our own uh, WhatsApp group if they want. Uh, we do have. Uh, Basically, TikTok is based on my name. So if yeah. they search Jamal Randur, they will find uh, the information. If they do like to join professionally, uh, the Simsa eSport guys, uh, yes. we do have a criteria, a much higher criteria than, For sure. than usual. Yeah. Uh, that's why I don't uh, uh, say it. I, I would leave Peter to explain it, but but yeah. usually we do, we do have a much higher criteria. That's because the team... Uh, has reached uh, a certain stage that we we're competing in 24 hours of uh, uh, in virtual 24 hours as well. Yeah, so there's a certain standard to reach that, but they can start with the community and build themselves from there. Um, I will provide you with everything uh, for the links they they yeah, can join. Yeah, sure. And yeah, I'll have links below uh, in the description, everyone. So to check out all their, you know everything their social media jamel's page and how to get involved so you know i want to i want to thank you jamel for for being on the podcast and taking your time to do this uh i just i love talking to sim racing with people and you know you offered some really uh, interesting different perspectives so i i hope to talk to you again soon my friend and uh wish you all the best so thank you again thank you thank you my pleasure